Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Tolu Falode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, so I decided that before every show, at least once in a while, I'll just share a bit um, about myself. So, some of you may or may not know, I just moved again. Um, and my history with God has been me moving around a lot. But, you know, as a child of God, you have to trust His will and not your own understanding. That's Proverbs 3.5 tells us to do. Um, and because of that, my YouTube videos, if you follow me on YouTube, you will know that my YouTube videos haven't been up in two weeks. I'm currently... Um, you know, restructuring. Um, and if you don't follow me on YouTube, actually, you should really check it out on the Tolu Follow Day. Um, I have a lot of messages on godly dating, um, being a woman of God, um, being a man of God, um, walking with God, you know, so many messages about God, faith, relationships, and so on. But you know, that's, that's not the point. The point is, um, I haven't been able to post as much on my YouTube. And it kind of affected my other social media accounts but they are more flexible you know like Instagram is fine Facebook because you don't need to be on video you can talk you can write but um I will be back on YouTube shortly and yes I moved again um and I'm just trusting God so that is just a bit about me I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a nomad um I tend to move around a lot but yeah let's get into today's discussion Today we will be talking about the question, as you can see, are you sure you're ready to be a wife now? Now this is going to be um, divided into two parts. I'll do the second part next week because there was really a lot of strong, deep revelation as I read this. And a lot of you may or may not know, thank God for the Holy Spirit. When I'm getting ready to teach a topic, God also uses that opportunity to teach me as well. So I want to help you all today understand this topic. Are you sure you're ready to be a wife now? And we'll be reading from scripture, which is 1 Peter 3, verse 1 to 2. As usual, the New International Version of the Word. Um, and I read, Wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. Amen. Now, this is such a powerful passage, and I have six points to help you answer the question, are you sure you're ready to be a wife now? First point is the title. This passage is addressed to wives. This message is not addressed to girlfriends or side chicks or situationships or relationships lacking direction. It was clear, wives, so what title do you respond to? What is your title? Your actions will speak for you. How do men address you? Is it with respect? Is it with disrespect? More importantly, how do you respond to their advances? What are your qualifications in a man? Is it materialistic? Do you care more about his finances than his faith? These are just a couple of questions to ask yourself to see what title you actually respond to. And you also need to ask yourself, are you a worldly wife or a godly wife? I need you to get this. A worldly wife is someone that concentrates on how people see her. She's concerned about how shiny her ring is, how soon she will get married, how her marriage looks from the outside, how dreamy her life is from the outside. That's a worldly wife. She has not even thought beyond temporary things. She's ready to get married today because, you know, she's under pressure. She's given into how people perceive marriage. 
But a godly wife is different. A godly wife focus on the, focuses on the permanent, as the word tells us to do. A godly wife knows she is a wife before the ring, because her worth comes from the king of kings. A godly wife is concerned with how her marriage is striving inside. She does not have time for prying, prying eyes from outside. She's not concerned about materialistic things, like how big is the wedding going to be, or whether it will be on all the social sites, or all anyone will talk about. A godly wife is building a marriage, not a wedding. A godly wife is concentrated on building a wedding. A godly wife is building a marriage, which are two different perspectives. That means a godly wife will not just marry anybody. A godly wife is happy in her single season and ready to wait for the right man. A godly wife trusts God's timing and not her understanding. A godly wife is building a home, not a house. A godly wife thinks differently. She's investing in her family. She's already thinking like a wife. She's already thinking like a mother. She's selfless. She's not selfish. This is a godly wife. So which are you? Second point I want to raise is submission. I discussed this on the blog this week, and I titled it The Power of Submission. To women listening to this broadcast, I will leave a link below. Really go and read this because I want you to understand submission. Ask yourself, are you ready to submit? What do I mean? Well, are you ready to submit your concept of how a marriage should look like and work on how your marriage is? Are you ready to submit what you think you want in a man to what God knows you need in a man? Are you ready to be led by the Spirit of God into your calling instead of taking the most popular option because all your girlfriends are doing the same thing? Are you ready to submit? Or are you still struggling with surrender? Are you still struggling with the fact that you want a man that looks a certain way, acts a certain way, dresses a certain way, has a certain amount of money in his bank account? Or are you struggling with God's will for your life because it does not look as glamorous as you desire? So are you ready to submit, woman of God? Third point is, let's talk about your own husband. I emphasized own, not by mistake, but because of this reason. The word says, submit yourselves to your own husbands. So do you compare that man all the time? Do you desire another woman's husband's qualities without thinking about your own? Don't get me wrong. Yes, we can look to godly couples for direction, but your first and primary instruction on how this man of God should be, should be from God, should be from his spirit, the spirit of God, not the spirit of the world, not the spirit of lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, not pride of life, not because um, you see um, your sister in Christ getting married to one fine man, you think your own man must look this certain way. No, your own husband. Not every godly marriage will operate the same way. Are you ready to look at and only at your own husband? Or are you still dealing with that spirit of jealousy? Listen, now let me go deeper. Is he even your own husband? I'm going to get real here. Are you with a man that is married? Or are you with a man sexually that you are not married to? Then he's not your own husband. That man should therefore not have access to you sexually if he's not yours maritally. And let's go deeper. He has to be your own. Some women marry men. God did not call them to marry. If you're already in that situation, God will help you. Um, and we're, we're praying for you and we're believing for you. But if you are not, be very careful. Let God show you if this is the man he has for you. Don't just be deceived because he prays, he fasts, he speaks in tongues. So what? Did God tell you that is your husband? Or was it your pastor that told you? Did God speak to you directly about this man? Through his actions, do you have peace that passes all understanding to be practical? That's how God will reveal to you about this man. Are you suddenly noticing traits you didn't notice before? 
Are you attracted to his spirit and even to him physically? Because it's not only the spirit. You, that's the primary point. But you also have to be attracted physically to this man. Ask yourself these questions. Also, that man should not be in your life in any capacity to require submission for you if he has not committed to you maritally. So is he your own husband? This is the man you submit to, not any other man out there that pops off trying to tell you there's no reason for you to wait till married to have sex. We can get married after we get, we can get, in, um, can become sexually active after we get engaged or he dictates to you how you should walk with God. These are not your husbands and they are not in a position to speak over your life in that capacity or even at all. So ask yourself this question very seriously, please. Is he your own husband? Fourth point. The word says that a godly woman, or rather, let me just read. Um, if any of them do not believe the word, that is in reference to your own husbands, they may be won over without words. So without words is our next point. No words at all. Worldly women, worldly wives are all about words, all about what they say, when they say it, how loud they say it, who sees it when they say it, who hears it when they say it, what time they say it. But to have access to that man of God, woman of God, you need to be above words. The word says, if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words. A wife knows how to speak in her silence. A godly wife knows how to speak in her silence, or through her silence, rather. Do you know how to speak through your silence, or must your voice always be heard? Are you always complaining? Do you choose your moments wisely to raise a point? Do you invest your efforts strategically? Or are you more of a wordsmith without any insight from the word of God? The fifth point is your behavior. The word says that your own husbands may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. The definition of behavior is the way in which one acts or conducts themselves. So how do you act? Are you all about yourself? Do you consider other people's plights and struggles? Or are you all about how you can benefit from others? Also, do you know how to fight spiritually? This is a battle because the word says they may be won over. You don't win anything over you don't have to fight for. This means you should know how to fight through submission. Fighting scripturally is different from fighting the way the world defines it. You need to fight scripturally and it is according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. Knowing how to win without words, but with your behavior. Let me give you an example. A worldly wife or a worldly woman, if you're single, is all about, you know, how she can win the situation for her own benefit. She would withhold sex from her husband as punishment for his actions. Even though the word says two have become one. She would refuse to cook for him because she's angry with how he acted. But a woman of God, a godly wife, as a wife, you should not do these things. The fruits of the spirit should speak even more in these challenges, in these battles. That is how you win. The word says a wife of noble character who can find. This is in Proverbs 31. You think nobility is determined by your circumstances. Look at the royal family in the UK. Can they just decide tomorrow they are going to be part of you know, society. Can they just drop their titles tomorrow and abdicate? I mean, that has happened in history, but you get my point. There is a process. You are nobility. Nobility is not determined by your circumstances. You are noble even when you have no reason to be. That is the definition of royalty. You are kind. You are patient even when you have every right to be angry. This is a godly wife. So what is your behavior? Of course, these examples apply in marriage with regards to, you know, um, withholding sex or refusing to cook for your husband. But think about it like this. When you are angry with your friends and family, 
do you stop talking to them? Do you withhold yourself from them? I must, I myself, you know, you know, none of us is perfect. I myself, I'm working on this and learning how to forgive. Okay. So let's be honest. No one is perfect, but we can all do better. So are you led by your feelings or are you led by God? Are you disciplined in your duties? My final point is regards um, to purity and reverence. The word says that when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. So what does your life say about you? Are your actions and deeds pure? Do you have an attitude of worship? Is the presence of God speaking in your relationships, in your encounters? Do you fight with everyone you see? Or do you exercise wisdom in your actions? Even when people instigate trouble, are you spirit-led enough to walk away? Even though, believe me, you want to talk back and show them yourself. But does the Holy Spirit lead you? Because the Word says that children of God are led by the Spirit. This is in Romans eight fourteen, I believe. Now, as a wife, this is important to know. And it should start now. It should start right now. This is very important to understand, guys. Purity here is important. A godly wife is pure. Keep yourself pure. A man of God that recognizes your worth will wash you with the water of the word, as Ephesians 6 tells us. Because I know women struggle in this area of what if he does not find me attractive if I don't sleep with him? Then ask yourself this question. Do you want to be a worldly wife or a godly wife? A worldly wife will deal with a lot of situations a godly wife will not have to. Do you want to build your home on rock or sand? Do you want to build your marriage with the Spirit of God present or absent? Then leave that man. A man of God will align with the Word of God, not against it. Can two walk together if they are not agreed? Amos 3.3 3 makes this point. Scripture even says here, because notice the husband will be won over when they see the purity in your lives. This shows also that men are visual creatures. Now, just as men are husbands before they meet their wives, this should tell you, woman of God, that that man will be won over by your purity for God and your reverence of God. Reverence is worship, by the way. So do you have a heart for worship? A worldly wife is concerned about how the world dictates her Christianity. She attends church just to be seen or just to catch the eye of a certain Christian brother. She sometimes even forgets her Bible. Because she must show them, you know, she must show up and show out. This is not reverence. This is a worldly wife's mindset. A godly wife is about her father's business. She has deep respect, deep respect, reverence for God. She has deep respect for her duty. She does not take them lightly. She cares about how she looks. We'll discuss this next week. But that is not her priority. She cares about her physical appearance. Because I'm not saying you shouldn't care about your physical appearance. Because that too is important. But your priority should be your spiritual appearance. So your priority should be your purity. She acknowledges the hand of God over her life. She listens to his instructions. She's active in the kingdom. She's vigilant, she's vigilant over her marital ministry, which, by the way, has begun even before you meet your husband. Um, she does not gossip about her husband. Also, as a single woman, you can start pruning these fruits. By their fruits, by their fruits you shall know them, the word says. So do your fruits show you as a worldly wife or a godly wife? Because a man of God will know the difference. Just as a woman of God, you know when you meet a godly man or a worldly man. The Spirit of God will tell his children the truth. So don't think, for the Christian sisters and brothers listening, just because you are active in church, you are fasting, you are praying, you are speaking in tongues, that you can deceive a godly brother or sister. No. We walk by the Spirit and we keep in step with the Spirit, as the Word says. This means if you are not in step with the Spirit of God, a godly woman will notice. And so will a godly man. So you can't deceive that man of God, woman of God. These are some questions to help you identify if you are truly ready to be a wife now. Now, this passage of Scripture will be delved deeper into next week. 
I'm going to just make a quick number of points here. Um, I would love you to check out the Facebook group. It's called the Love Triangle. A link for it will be here, will be below. Um, and basically what we do there is we learn more from people's experiences and we discuss and we advise each other about loving the godly way and dealing with relationship issues. We keep it real. Also, check me out on YouTube under Tolu Day. I haven't been posting for the past two weeks, but I will be back shortly. I'm just getting myself settled. Um, and this topic of submission, as mentioned above, can be found on the blog www.tolufalode.com. The link for this will be below. Until next time, guys, God bless you and bye.